Welcome to Reimagined. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, the founder of Emergent Women Coaching and a woman on a mission to help other heart-centered women leaders and entrepreneurs alter their experience of business and life from one of sacrifice and burnout to unadulterated joy and freedom. This is the show that gives you the inspiration and permission to break all the rules. We help you tap into your intuition, your zone of genius, and creativity to give you the confidence and clarity to do things differently. And we give you the tools and stories that will inspire you to rejuvenate your spirit, innovate how you lead and do business, strengthen your core identity, and connect deeply to yourself so that you emerge as the next powerful version of you. Ready to dive in? Let's go. As I'm recording this episode, we are on day two or three of not having any water. Our well decided to have a hissy fit after we'd gotten out of the cold snap we've had here in Alaska, where it was 40 below for several weeks, 40 below or colder. It's one of the coldest winters I've experienced up here in my 12 years. But uh, our well decided to freeze somewhere and we have to wait a few more days for someone to come thaw it out. And as I've been dealing with all this, of course, my husband is out of town because that is, you know, how these things always happen, right? And I've just been reflecting on and processing while all of this has been going on. I also actually finished over the weekend a clinical certification for stress, anxiety, and emotional regulation through HeartMath. And HeartMath is something that I got trained in a couple of years ago, more from a trauma perspective, but I needed some continuing ed credits for my health coaching certification. So I was doing this and, and I'm really glad I did because the course just reminded me of quite a bit and was eye-opening in a lot of ways into just what actually goes into decreasing stress and managing our stress better. And that it's actually possible to reset your stress baseline because for many of us, our baseline, we, we experience so much stress all of the time, right? Like, and there, there was a time period in my life where this experience happening, especially with my husband being out of town, would have put me into a massive spiral of overwhelm and frustration and just like all the negative thinking and being frozen by the whole thing and like really dwelling in this space of stress and freak out, honestly, and, and not really being able to regulate myself well. And I'm not saying that I've cracked the code on this yet, but <laughs> I have been, I've been utilizing heart math myself as just one of those tools that I use to help me be the best version of myself. And it's allowed me to have more resilience with these kind of moments because rather than freaking out, you know, I had my husband share the number of our plumber because I don't know who the guy is. I moved into my husband's house, right? And he came last night and, you know, we did some stuff and I know how to do fuse boxes and, you know, he, he showed me some things. And then today it still wasn't thawed. So rather than freaking out, you know, I called around to all the thawing places and got on someone's schedule and another place's call list. And hopefully someone will get to us before Wednesday, but that's when they said they could come. And I bought water so we can flush toilets and, you know, do that and have drinking water available and all that stuff. And like, it hasn't been a big deal. And I share this story just as a real time, <laughs> real world example, because I'm going through it right now. But for each of you who's listening to this, to just look at, you know, what is your capacity for the things that life throws at us, right? Because 
we have like our, our normal day-to-day stuff. And I remember very clearly a time in my chiropractic practice where I was stretched so thin and had so many balls in the air and had so many fires I was constantly putting out at work and at home and all these other things that if one more thing got added to my plate, it put me into complete shutdown. And what that actually is from a physiological standpoint is like I would get sick, I would like hide on the couch and not deal with anything and just veg out watching movies. And that, there's nothing wrong with that per se. You just want to look at what is your capacity and how flexible are you in your stress response. And this is what gets really cool because it's not that we're stuck in that way forever, right? Like for a lot of us, especially those of you listening who are, I'm assuming you're all women, like whether you own your own business or not, we all put so much on our plate all the time. <laughs> And it can and does affect our stress baseline. And so what's really interesting about this is when you start to reset it, and the big way that I've learned to do this is actually through heart rate variability biofeedback, which I'm not going to get into a bunch of science with you guys on, on what all that means, but we can start to retrain our system to have more flexibility within our stress response. Because when we're just constantly living in stress, 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 A, we don't often realize that we are because that's just what feels normal to us. And B, that's what feels normal to us. So even if you remove yourself from those stressors, your system will still find a reason to feel stress. And I have experienced this, especially when I transitioned out of having my brick and mortar practice and just being at home and you know working online. And the last year, really honestly, not actually working all that much, like really giving myself a break. I will still have days where I feel stressed. And I feel anxious and there's no logical reason or explanation for it that I can come up with. But as I was going through the certification, I was like, oh, that makes sense. (laughs) That's just the baseline that my body's used to. And I've also now had the experience of not have, of having, you know, non-stressful days, (laughs) days where I'm actually in more of a rejuvenated state and, and, you know, building resilience in that way. And so I, I notice it more. I'm like, oh, my, you know, my chest is tight. My breathing's getting difficult. I like my heart rate is just high. I wear an aura ring that tracks all this and now measures daytime stress, which is really cool because it's also it. They just released this part where it'll give you a resilience reading for the day, kind of based on your heart rate variability and how much you're recovering and all of this stuff. And it's it's very cool. And so we want to have this flexibility in both our stress response and how our heart rate and our emotions respond to that and have the ability to self-regulate. And part of that is actually recognizing and realizing when we are in stress. And a lot of that comes down to an emotional connection. And this is where heart math comes in. You know, it's, we can all do deep breathing. And this is one of the things I struggled with so much when I knew I was highly stressed and that it was impacting my health. They've now shown in the literature, you know, countless times that high stress is, the precursor to a lot of disease, to really, you know, having poor health, to experiencing not fun things down the road, and that it, you know, can be an underlying cause of like resistance to losing weight, something so many women that listen to this show struggle with, I know, because I, I have also been one of them. And I still am carrying around what I know is stress rate, weight, because I'm still working through resetting this for myself. And, you know, autoimmune diseases, low energy, like all of this stuff is actually tied to our ability to self-regulate and our capacity and resilience 
in the midst of what life throws at us. So what do you do with all this? The key and the access actually lies in something that I have become mildly obsessed with, which is the concept of getting out of your head and reconnecting to your body. And so HeartMath has shown that that, you know, doing that through the heart. So focusing, I, I shared on Instagram and every Thursday I'm doing kind of a short little tip on how you actually get out of your head and it, I'm calling it Body Connect Thursday. So if you're not, we're not connected there, follow me there. I decided to do this on Instagram for whatever reason, but that's where it's happening. Body Connect Thursday. So I shared heart-focused breathing, which is where you, I'll just kind of explain it and you can do it along with me if you want, but you focus on the area of the heart and some of you, it might be hard to get there. Like you might be so disconnected. You don't even know what that feels like, what that looks like. You can put your hand over your heart if that feels good. For most people it does, some it doesn't, and that's totally fine. But the idea is you want to focus on something in your body. And if it's hard to get there, then check in with your five senses. You know, what do you see? What do you smell? What do you taste? Give yourself some gentle touch. I'm missing one, but the, you check in with all, all five of those senses. What do you hear? What was the other one? And then try to connect into your heart. And as you're focusing on your heart, you just breathe a little more slowly and a little more deeply. Unusual. They've shown through research that counts of five, so five in, five out, actually has some clinical significance in interrupting a stress response and pattern. And when you do that, the next piece of this is to actually bring in an emotion of love, appreciation, joy, care, like a memory of or a person or something. Like I've had women use thinking about like nursing their kids way back in the day, if it's been a while, or even recently if you're younger. And just, you know, that moment where there's that love and, and just joy in that moment. So you, you want to bring one of those and just try to hold that emotion in your heart. And when you do this, they've shown through a bunch of research and things now that it can actually reset your baseline for stress. And so it's not about changing anything in your life. Certainly, we want to reduce those instances where we're suddenly thrown into high-stress situations, especially if they're not safe. But a lot of us with work and with all of that, you know, we don't necessarily have control over changing our circumstances immediately. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have the courage and make that leap or have come to the point where, like, you got to change and that's cool. And that's also scary. And so this applies in that. And it also applies in and staying there. And these are some of the tools and things I wish I had had when I had my practice, because I think I would have responded differently as a boss, as a mom, as a doctor. And, and with my patients, I would have been more tapped into my creativity and my intuition and, you know, just been more connected with myself in a way that would have made a big difference and shift there. And that's what's on the other side of doing this practice regularly. The hard part of it is that it requires intentionality. It requires you to do something differently, which is to actually disconnect and connect, well, disconnect from your brain and your thoughts, I would say, and connect instead in your body. And it takes a little bit of time. You know, when I first started doing heart math consistently and regularly, again, I've shared this in a few places. Um, it was in the fall after I had ankle surgery and I suddenly had some more time on my hands. And my heart rate variability tends to quite frankly, suck. <laughs> and they, you know, you can look up what normative 
ranges are for your age, but they find that people who are low for their age, and it does like we, we lose variability. And so what heart rate variability is, is just how high your heart goes and how low it goes and the change over time. And we actually want greater flexibility there. So the greater that rate of variability, the healthier you are and the easier you can respond to stress and the better regulated your system and your body is. The lower that is, you may still feel healthy, but you're moving towards having potentially a lot of health issues, which I have had the experience of having come true recently. And my heart rate variability tends to be really low, like in the 20s, which is terrible. I think for, I'm 39, almost 40. So for a 40 year old, like the, the average is somewhere around 65 for heart rate variability. This is not your heart rate, but your variability in your rate. So think tools like the Aura Ring track this. Um, HeartMath also has some things where you can actually look at this. And then what you're trying to do when you're connecting with your heart, it helps bring your brain and your body into a state of coherence. And so coherence is like if you think of metronomes, they actually, there's videos of this online, but they will sync up if they're all going different directions and speeds and tempos and all of that. Over time, they get into sync and they all start moving together. And this is what happens in our bodies. So if you think about, you know, just the, uh, we're all energy and we have electrical flows and all these things happening in our body and the heart is actually a big epicenter for that. It's almost like its own brain and how it responds to emotions and it's, it's what feels those. And so emotions actually live more in the heart and they influence the brain and they influence hormones and they influence all this stuff in our body. And if we never connect there and we tend to be in this state of chaos with the metronomes all going different speeds and directions and all the things rather than a state of coherence. And so as we start to train ourselves to get back into that state of coherence, we develop more flexibility and emotional regulation. And we don't have the moments where, you know, maybe we get set off or you're, you're so on at work all day that you're just a bear to your family at night. This is something that I've been seeing with my husband, love him to death as he stepped into a, a new job with a lot of stress and a lot of pressure is we don't always get his best self at home. He, he mostly does a good job, but you know, these are things that I'm going to start gently working with, with him on as well, because it helps us just show up in the world in a better way and in the ba- way we want to. So many women I talk to, you know, we are frustrated with ourselves or feel like a terrible mom or a terrible person with our families because we just don't have the capacity for that. I experienced this with one of my stepsons. Like he can be, I'm looking for the right word. He can just be a lot, right? Like he's very, he's very good at manipulative stuff and, and half truths. And, you know, he can just be difficult to talk with and connect with. And I love him. He's a super great kid and, and lots of fun and, you know, very social and very, like I enjoy that, but early on in my marriage to my husband, as I was getting to know everybody, you know, blending families takes a while. I think we're just kind of getting to the point of five and a half years of sort of getting there and, and they're getting older, but we didn't have a great relationship because I didn't have, I was going through all the stuff in my practice with, you know, payments not coming in and not being able to support staff. And I had all this stuff going on and I didn't have the capacity at home to also really show up and try to get to know them in a deep way. And it definitely has affected our, our journey so far as, you know, stepmom, stepson, 
whatever labels we want to give it, but I guess that's, that's what it is. And just reflecting on that. And, you know, I know a lot of us have these instances in life and what I love about all of this is that I now feel like, well, I know I have this, have this tool and we all have the ability to do this, you know, biofeedback with ourselves at home. There's lots of like technology that's available in rings and watches and, you know, other devices that measure HRV where you can start to see and impact that response in your body that I think is really cool. So why am I sharing all this? <laughs> what does this mean? Like going through this, this, this weekend, and I also revisited some of the trauma training that I had done because it can be a little different. And for women who have either experienced burnout or trauma or both, pretty much all of us have, have experienced some level of those burnout and trauma, they, and just, you know, you can be traumatized by having high levels of stress for a long time and just your system hits a capacity, right? It's our sympathetic response. And so in that response, our body's like, I have to run away from the bear. The bear is trying to chase me and eat me. It doesn't know that that's due to traffic or due to, you know, a work day or due to something going on with your business. It has no differentiation for that. But at some point, your system will meet, reach max capacity. And when that happens, it actually goes into shutdown, which is known as freeze. And freeze is also the trauma response. And so we essentially go numb. We probably don't feel anything at all anymore. You don't really have connection to your emotions. And that is more of a hypo-regulated state. And this is where my body and my HRV and, and my heart rate do tend to still be even after a lot of work that I've been doing. And so I'm bringing a lot of intentionality for myself and in the work that I'm doing with other women now to really start to impact that and bring your system back online. And it's almost, I mean, it is, it feels like this injury that we go through both emotionally and physically that you don't necessarily know how to navigate or even realize is happening to you. Like we can live and freeze for a very long time. So if you're listening to this and you connect with or recognize in yourself any of these things, I want to connect with you. I, I'm putting together that's going to launch in March a new, as a group, uh, a small group program where we're actually going to, I'm calling it the shift, and we're going to spend eight weeks working through the steps to actually shift that baseline and bring it on online and give you the tools and like the habits to continue that. I can't guarantee that you're going to completely change your, your, you know, stress baseline in that amount of time at research has shown more like 16 weeks, but in terms of getting a really good foundational start and having the encouragement, and then we're going to create some sort of, you know, accountability process to keep it going. Cause part of this is that you have to show up and actually do the work, which makes can make it harder. So if you're someone who's willing to do that, and you recognize yourself in this and, and you're committed to living a long and healthy and happy life, like this is the key that not enough of us talk about, know about any of those things. So all that to say, I want to connect with you, hear from you, whether it's on social media or you send me an email, dralex at emergentwomencoaching.com. Let's connect and just talk and, and give you kind of an idea of, of where your baseline is. There's somewhat simple ways that we can actually just track this, especially if you have your own um, 
technology that that does heart rate variability like in a in a time period then we can just look at it and see where your baseline's at and help you decide if making a plan to change that would be a good idea and if you don't need that kind of data and you just know <laughs> hey i'm sure i suck at this i know that um and, and not to you know shame you or guilt you or, or any of that just like you know that your body is struggling and doesn't have stress flexibility and and capacity and resilience or regulation in the way that it should and you know it's starting to affect your health like talk i'm still planning this thing i'm just announcing it today i'm going to start talking about it but i'm there'll be a lot more information coming out so shoot me an email connect with me on social media and just let me know that you're interested in this conversation <laughs> i am interested in this conversation i think it's really really great and Start just experimenting with this for yourself. You know, I gave you the first tool. So anytime you're you're feeling stressed, and really you should just start practicing that heart-focused breathing. And then quick coherence is where you bring in the renewing emotions. So something that brings you love, joy, happiness. And what's cool about that emotion and specifically is what starts to make the shift. And it can actually take you out of cortisol response and increase your DHEA, which is the precursor for all of our hormones. So for those of you who are in that state of, you know, stage of life where there's hormonal changes and all of that coming, this is a huge key to navigating that successfully and happily and all of that. So with that, I think that's all I wanted to say on these these things for today, but I hope this serves you. I am very excited about this. The only other thing I was going to add is I think I forgot to say when I started consistently utilizing heart math again, which heart focused breathing and, and quick coherence that we just talked about are two techniques that are driven by that. My resting heart rate dropped by about six beats per minute. So it went under 60 beats per minute um, for the first time in like years. And my HRV, the average actually did come up pretty quickly to more like 30 to 40 instead of 20 to 30. And obviously, I still have work to do there to get to more of what the normal is for my age range. But I saw significant change within three days. Right? The trick is that you have to be consistent. And when we have that data, it, it can be fueling and, and help you be excited about it all. But just know that you can start to see a change fairly quickly. And hopefully that motivates you to continue practicing. So with that, couple of things. One, if you haven't joined me on our off social media group, I'm going to be doing more kind of just fun stuff related to all of this in there. So go to jointherise.co and you can join there. It's free. It's just off of Facebook because that's one of those things that bothers me. I'll just go with that. I needed a break. So I wanted to build a community there. I haven't been super active in there because we're still, still growing, but I'm going to start um, showing up and doing like our, our Body Connect Thursdays will also be in there if you just really hate social media, but still want access to that. And we have a book club that we're going to start. We're um, starting next week. We're reading The Science of Stuck. I will be summarizing it. So you don't even have to read it. Just be in the group to, to be there. Um, there's great summaries in there. And, you know, that book gets into talking about stress, emotional regulation, anxiety, and some other stuff as well. That's um, really helpful and cool. And there's just more happening in there. So go to jointherise.co and I will see you in there. And otherwise, just connect with me either on social media or shoot me an email, dralex at emergentwomencoaching.com. Let me know what questions you have. I would be happy to help you do a, a baseline assessment of just where your stress 
base is and what your, you know, abilities are, your capacity and your regulation in there, and also answer any questions that you have. So with that, we will see you next. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. I have a small request. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This is a huge help to us on our quest to reach even more women around the world. Finally, if you're searching for a free community of women on a similar journey to you, I'd like to invite you to join me inside the free Rise community, hosted off of social media on Circle. Here you'll find connection with other women in a safe and loving space, a weekly book club, live events designed to deepen your inner work journey, and additional resources to support your growth. Visit www.jointherise.co or simply click on the link in the show notes to join me. Until next time, remember to honor and love yourself in each moment, embrace the challenges life throws at you, and continue rising. Rising.